0: Welcome to The Grange Point where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia. We're a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. So what can you turn to to fight back against antibiotic resistance? antibiotics are fantastic but we need new ways of fighting it back against bacterial infections plus it's also helpful if we have better ways to diagnose identify exactly what bacteria is causing us problems and the answer might come from an unusual place There is a never-ending arms race inside of our bodies and around them, also in the laboratories of chemists and physicians, trying to find better ways to tackle a persistent problem facing humans and animals. Bacteria love to come in and wreak havoc on our organs and create infections where they infect our bodies with all kinds of nasty diseases and generally run amok our immune systems try and fight back the best they can with the tools that they have available. And sometimes, thanks to some wonderful inventions like the discovery of penicillin, we actually have really good ways of fighting back and, and clearing out those bacterial infections. And that's great because that really, really helps keep our bodies healthy and that's actually responsible for one of the greatest improvements in human quality of life and survival rates and infant mortality across the world problem is that antibiotics are used so much whether that be in human prescription all the way down to what is fed to livestock in farms across the world and this creates in many areas like in hospitals and in farms and in the food web a complicated arms race between the bacteria that we're trying to kill off and the medicine that's fighting them antibiotic resistance is a huge problem we've talked about heaps of times here on this podcast and it all over science media in general and this week we're actually going to look at a probably more interesting approach to tackling the problem of bacteria how do you get rid of them actually a pretty good way you can get rid of bacteria that's actually an old way well i at least 100 years old the problem is that west industrialized country has sort of f- stopped using this as a primary means of fighting back against bacteria and that's because we had antibiotics instead. And antibiotics are way easier to control and way more effective than this method. Antibiotic resistance out there, we're always looking for new ways of fighting back. So older ideas and mechanisms are starting to be used. Now, in this idea, which again, isn't new, but the adaption that we're gonna talk about in this particular study from researchers at ETH University in Zurich, along with scientists from the Bargis University Hospital, have been investigating a way to employ something that hates bacteria just as much as we do. And this was paper published in the journal Nature Communications. Lead author of the first paper was Shenmue Du, along with a long list of collaborators, as mentioned from ETH Zurich and other places. And the second paper was lead author Susanne Miller. Now, what they're investigating in particular is the use of bacteriophages now phages are really cool they're highly specialized viruses that have one natural food source for them which is bacteria each species of phage normally actually only infects and gets rid of one particular type or strain of bacteria for want of a better word it's its food source now this is a little bit more complicated than that because well the phage is actually sort of get into the host bacteria and take them over. So not quite exactly killing them or consuming them, but actually just going in there and infecting them and taking them over. So they're pretty powerful little viri and they can target specific types of bacteria. Now there are different types of phages that prefer certain types of bacteria. And if you wanted to tackle a really common type of infection, well, why not find a, bacteri- a viral phage, a bacteriophage that is going to target that source bacteria of that infection? And a lot of people, lot of women across the world, suffer from various types of urinary tract infections. It's a really, really common experience for many women across their lifetime. Now, they're not only painful, complicated, and annoying and awkward to treat, but they're also potentially dangerous. So, even the face of these kind of infections, this is something where we really want to treat them. But if we rely too much on antibiotic resistance because they're so common, well, it just develops more and more resistance in the very thing we're trying to fight back against. So coming up with alternative mechanisms to fight back against these common, but not very nice, infections is really important. That's what researchers from ETH Zurich, like Professor Martin Nussner, were trying to dive into. Now their first step was to try and find out which type of bacteriophage were effective against the three main types of bacteria that you'd find in a common urinary tract infection they are escheria coli lepsilia and enterococci now these natural now once they found viral phages that were going to hunt down these specific nasty bacteria present in infections they could then train them and identify which phages they really want to build some mechanisms around They modified the genes of these virus so that any bacteria they recognize, they were then infected, and then also made to produce an easy to measure light signal. This is pretty cool because it actually creates a way to test as well as treat. By having an easy to measure light signal produced in this method, the researchers were able to reliably detect the pathogenic bacteria directly from a sample in less than four hours. Now, this is not super fast, but in terms of medical treatment, it's actually pretty easy because all you're doing is exposing it, the sample to a bacteriophage, and that's going and doing its job and flashing a light when, hey, I found something wrong. the future make it possible to prescribe a suitable type of treatment tailored exactly to that identified bacteria that way you're not using a shotgun scattergun style approach you're actually targeting uh, actually it's this specific bacteria we know exactly which one it is because we've used this bacteriophage to to identify that and you can also get an idea of the strength of it so you can tailor the treatment as well to how much you really need to knock this out is it a small infection or is it a major one because basically the more the sample glows it's also a good indicator of how well that will respond to treatment by using the bacteriophage as a treatment vector for treatment itself rather than just detection because that bacteriophage can be trained to target a specific bacteria that's good but you could go further now, normally a bacteriophage isn't really interested in killing their host bacteria that they found because, well, hey, that's how they survive. So that virus isn't in its interest to get rid of the bacteria that's infected. Good for the virus, bad for us. Now, what they did then is might modify those bacteriophages to not only provide the signaling for detection, but also then to go after and stop and get rid of the bacterium inside of the body. Now, they will actually produce, then, as inside the body. And once it's released, these bacteria-clean proteins are really good, especially against bacteria strains that have started to disguise themselves and, and blend in, such that way that the immune system or other bacteriophages aren't able to recognize them. This means you get a really powerful attack, one that knows where all the traps are hidden and can really go after those nasty infections. Now, in some individual cases, like a recent rescue of a lung patient at the University Hospital of Geneva, these kind of phage therapies have been used experimentally, but not necessarily in a systematic trial. There are many academic and commercial clinical trials underway around the world right now that use the potential of natural and genetically optimized bacteriophages, as outlined by Matthew Dunn, one of the study's authors on this paper. But that doesn't mean you can go down and ask your doctor to prescribe a bacteriophage that you can ingest and tackle that nasty infection a little bit away away from that but in terms of developing new treatments to tackle antibiotic resistance this is a good one because it is already something that is existing out in the wild because it's the natural predator of these bacteria in the first place so this is a pretty cool study out of eth zurich and it's just a proof of concept, but perhaps it's also the starting point of a wider development of new phage therapies, which can be then trialed with selected patients. Now, this particular paper published in the Journal Nature Communications, again, with lead author the first paper, Jimin Du, and on the second paper, Suzanne Miller, is an outline of a means of using bacteriophages for detecting infections, as well as using them for treatment. And this one-two punch is a pretty interesting insight into how we can better tackle bacterial infections without relying on more powerful antibiotics, but instead using another tool, bacteriophages. This has been the Young Scientist of Australia's podcast, LaGrange Point. Using bacteriophages can help us fight back against antibiotic resistance and better target and identify bacterial infections when they happen.